0: I work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone. 2020 has been the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever, game days, remote work, getaways, family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you have never before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Boom. Nailed it. And we actually get to tailgate Sunday, Chiefs, Broncos adjacent to Arrowhead. We will be tailgating in a private lot with uh, Mid-America RV, the game day trailer. Also the crew from Lot J, which people who listen to our old podcast remember we did a tailgate there two years ago. Had Brittany Matthews and Jackson Mahomes come out to our tailgate. Had a good time Um, this year. None of that, but we're still going to have fun. Yeah, a little bit of a smaller crowd. Not like we're not inviting you thing because we have to social distance. But it is cool. Like we've been trying to get up to Kansas City games at least once a year and didn't look like it was going to happen. Now we're going to be able to. I'm obviously excited about it. Very excited. Paige. uh,
1: I'm I'm sad. I wish I was coming, but in order to keep my family safe, I cannot go because I'd have to travel much further. Uh, to get there. So kind of a bummer, but I'll get there eventually. And plus maybe I should just take a year off of watching the chiefs play so that, you know, I get over the super bowl. loss. still,
0: right. Maybe, uh, you know, what else is in Kansas city, uh, our friends of Boulevard, which we're giving away this kick-ass retro speaker. I don't know if you guys have seen it on Twitter. If not, we've been tweeting it out, uh, Wednesday to when you listen to this today, is the final day to enter to win all you have to do to enter uh tweet us let us know if boulevard's unfiltered wheat which is my all-time favorite beer if it were an nfl player which position would it play just use the hashtag draft beer scout to win so i think it's pretty cool and the little speaker's pretty awesome like, my daughter was like can i win it's like no no, no sorry Friend, family can tweet, can't win yeah uh, please do but you can't win
1: family can't win so kath can't enter to get a to a ps5
0: uh that's different that's separate uh kath is not my family so although the last so i've i gave she's gonna be so hurt
1: that you said that
0: we're not blood (laughs) when we did the first ps5 giveaway people were so mad because like the guy who won is someone who follows me and and i followed him back to exchange the information people like this is so shady that it's someone you follow it's like i had to follow him to dm him i loved when he came over the top and like put his Like PayPal or Venmo receipt though. It's like I spent thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah. I bought thirteen hundred raffle tickets. (laughs) I could have bought a five hundred dollar five hundred dollar PS5. And come on. It was like the it was the other model.
1: It's it's December. December. Everyone's in the Christmas spirit. Come on. Let's let's not be so cynical, people.
0: Right. It's Giving Tuesday as well. So there's that that thing. It is a thing when you try to like give back on Tuesdays. There's so it's much going busy. on after Thanksgiving that Tuesday. I can't keep up with. Like when it was just Black Friday, I was good to go. And Cyber then it was Monday's like, oh, small Cyber business Saturday, Cyber Monday. What the fuck am I supposed to actually, do on Sunday? Sunday was small brewery Sunday. Are you kidding? Me? I'm not kidding. It was small brewery Sunday. Do our friends at Boulevard still count as no. a small? Brewery? I don't think so either. I don't think so. But still, still support good. them. Money there though, right? Uh, I did. I got some Tank 7. It's in my fridge. And the thing about, like, I, as you know, and as our listeners know, I'm able to hold some beer. Four tank sevens is my personal record in a night. Four, page. Are those Four. cans or oh. bottles? But it's just too, it's too heavy. Well, because depending on, at least around here, wherever you go, some places will limit you on how much they're, they will pour. Right. Other places are just like, what? It's beer. Here's 24 ounces of it. Yeah. Yeah, so there's some places you can only get like a six ounce pour of it because the ABV is so high. And then, yeah, come to Joplin, you can get a tall boy of it. Um, so that's all the plugging we have to do today. Um, apparently, we're going to talk about this, which I'm not super happy about, but we're going to do it. Uh, Texas is not back uh, at all. Uh, Mello and I, obviously, big Texas fans. Mellow is rocking the gear today even. Uh, it's It sucks. It's sad. Uh, I think the loss on Saturday just kind of, echoes where this team is at when these should be winnable games. Like you should be winning these games and they're not. Uh, and now the rumors are starting, which this is how it was with Charlie strong as well. Once you get to a point where you're supposed to be, this was supposed to be the year they told everyone, this is the year we can compete for a big tall championship. We could compete for a national championship. It has not happened. And so now the rumors that Tom Herman could be fired and that would be sad. I, I, I love a lot of people on that staff. Good friends, with a lot of people on that staff, um they're they're great with accommodating us when we need things but if the results aren't there you got to go and I think I'll say this trying to be unbiased Tom Herman has not been able to develop players there at all I mean you're getting five-star players who uh Caden Stearns uh, who we're going to talk about a little bit later he opted out Caden Stearns never lived up to his promise when he when he declared there as a four or five star people were talking about this is gonna be the next Jamal Adams He, he it never happened some of that goes on the athlete obviously but that's just one example out of many of them failing to develop players. Now the rumor that uh, Urban Meyer maybe going to Texas. Melo, how happy would you be? <laughs> I can't even explain actually how happy I would be. And I, I think there were reports and rumors started by Tom Herman a couple of weeks ago. Like, oh, well, all these damn Urban Meyer rumors are killing my recruiting when there were none. Uh, and now there are starting to actually be rumors. And I'll tell you, I know Urban Meyer has had some rough stops here and there at Florida, Ohio State. He's done some kind of scummy things. He also wins 10 games every fucking year, and that's what I want at Texas. I don't Great. care. I don't care if the players are getting trouble off the field. I need national title Texas back in my life. I'm tired of winning six, seven games every year. And I would say, like, Urban's oh, the Florida. Never mind. I was going to defend him. Be like, eh, at Ohio State, it wasn't that bad. The Florida stuff was bad enough to cover the Ohio State stuff. So never mind. Yeah,
1: yeah uh, I... The thing with Texas is it it's such a tough place to like the expectations are so high always. And I think Tom Herman has obviously not done a great job, but I think too, like the fact that when it also comes from the media too, like people asking him questions about like keeping his job when like, you know, he's not going to be able to answer that or say anything about it is just like kind of ridiculous. Like. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what we, maybe you guys as like Texas fans want to know, but like, I don't need to hear someone irritate Tom Herman and be like, Hey, do you think you're going to get fired? Or what do you think is going to happen Um in those? Well, I think hours. as a
0: journalist, that's a bad question.
1: Yeah. Cause you know, it's just because- like, it's asking them to get upset. It's not asking right. a question. Cause like, what are they going to tell you? Yeah, actually we talked about it and I'm probably going to be fired after the last game of the season. Like, no, that's not going to, you're not going to get that answer. So I guess like maybe it's to prove a point that you are a, like asking all the questions, but I just think that's ridiculous. And then, yeah, the fact that like someone found out that like Mrs. Urban Meyer was um, out looking We've for. We gotta find out her Austin. first name. Uh, Shelly, I think, is her first name.
0: Yeah, yeah it is. Because like when Miss Terry went to Austin, I say I've heard shopping. these rumors before. I've been cockteased by a coach before. When Miss Terry was out shopping in Austin, we thought we were getting excited. Well,
1: it's like, was she shopping or was she just like the rest of us and on Zillow and like someone found her computer history and was like, hey, that's where she was, where she was looking.
0: I thought boots were on the ground. I fucking hope so. But that
1: Texas is a good place to buy property. You just never know. Rich people. Austin's blowing up. So, so you never know.
0: I would be very happy. Uh, the thing about Urban Meyer, he's going to be there for four years and leave uh one thing that i will throw out there not to make this a texas podcast but I, i've had a lot of people tweet me and be like well would they they just hired most of this coaching staff because mm-hmm. tom herman cleaned house I've had a lot of people ask like well would texas really pay out those contracts because they're gonna owe herman like eight and a half if they fire him here's the thing i actually think urban meyer could keep a lot of yep. that staff like you could keep chris Ash as defensive coordinator you could keep stan drayton as running backs coach he's worked with a lot of these guys before so exactly if urban meyer comes in You don't actually have to fire all of your assistants. Yeah, and I think that with Tom Herman, he wanted to run what Urban Meyer did. He came from the Urban Meyer coaching tree. Uh, So I do think a lot of those coaches would fit under him. Chris Ash, is uh, he was a questionable hire, but I like what he's done with the defense. I think there are some key pieces there. They're going to lose a lot, but I think that is a guy that they could keep around. Uh, It wouldn't surprise me if... If they don't get Urban Meyer, if Tom Herman comes back for another year, though, oh, yeah, it's almost like a we want this guy. If we don't get him, we'll keep who we have. Mm-hmm. Matt Campbell's going to be another interesting name, though. Yeah, he's a guy that I think could be even in play for like the Texas job. I think Michigan could come open, Penn State, NFL could come jobs, open. NFL jobs. Well. Yeah. yeah, I love I can... the coaching carousel. I know that a lot of people are like, don't talk about somebody else's job. Oh, I love it. It sucks. Like these guys are getting fired from their jobs. But I love the excitement that comes with the coaching carousel. I actually do too. And it is like, oh, these are families. And you feel it for the assistants too. You know, like Mm -hmm. if if Herman gets fired, we we have friends on that staff. It's like, oh man, that sucks. They're gonna land on their feet. And honestly, they're two like the best at their job. They should be okay. Yeah, I think they'll be okay. But I actually do love it. And so, like anytime Bruce Feldman writes an article on the athletic about the coaching carousel. like that's worth your whatever you pay a month to read Bruce Feldman because that stuff it's always so good. He did like a top 20 names this week. I It was one of those I wanted to print it out and like mark it up. It was that good. Be like, oh, I like this. But he said said the same, Urban Meyer, Texas. I think James Franklin will be okay at Penn State. I think was he a he like one down year. Yeah. In a weird year, you lost star players with Journey Brown, Micah Parsons. So yeah. I think he'll get another year. I, I think he deserves another year too. I'm not like a big James Franklin guy. But I, I think that he deserves another year to get that program back on track. I'm just over here thinking about what Matty Campbell would do with Bijon Johnson, because I've uh, seen hopefully when we just crazy. turn around and hand him the ball and <laughs> let him run. That's all you need to do with this kid. Uh, sorry, Paige. That's the Texas portion of the show today. Well, part of it.
1: Hey, Bijan's a Tucson guy, so technically I have a, a connection there.
0: Oh, OK. Well, <laughs> we can finally all agree to like one thing. This is the yeah. first time this has happened. Let's get your number five <laughs> Texas jersey.
1: <laughs> no, let's not go that far i'm being <laughs> to support you but no not gonna wear I'm a Texas florida fan
0: this year um speaking of the sec sarah fuller's a badass and Mello, i don't know if you have anything left to say after all your tweets on saturday which i fully support and applaud uh but you were both pretty i just spit all over myself you were both pretty uh vocal on twitter on saturday which again i respect and appreciate um but sarah fuller first female college football player in history of college football comes in uh, for Vandy. Power five. Power five. First power five. Excuse me. Thank you. But it's like it was a not only was it an awesome moment, it's a very empowering moment. And I know, you know, we both have daughters and not that you have to be a father to understand that, but like it is very empowering to be able to to say, especially to you with with young daughters, like, look, there's a female vice president elect. There's a female college football player. I look at all the things that women are accomplishing right now. It, it, not that it's like we're done there, but it does feel like that ceiling's being broken a little bit. Yeah. And I just, I hate the guys that are coming over the top trying to take it away and, Uh, diminish the accomplishment of somebody like anybody, like even if it were a male and he was kicking on the soccer team and they called him up like a Rudy situation and said, hey, come kick for us on Saturday. Every meathead in the SEC would be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, this is Rudy all over again. I dig it. But since it's a girl, they immediately like, oh, she didn't kick the ball very far. Well, you fucking dumbass! She wasn't supposed to. It was supposed to be a squib kick. She did exactly what she's supposed to. She won the competition to be the kicker. Like, I don't know why we have to talk shit. Uh, Just celebrate people's accomplishments. It's an easy thing to do. It's actually harder to talk shit on somebody. So I just think that we should celebrate the fact that she was able to do it, that she's a two sport athlete at a division one school. Not very many people are able to do that. So I do think she deserves all the credit that she's getting.
1: Yeah, she wasn't begging to be on the Vanderbilt football team either. Um, they had to find her because they needed a kicker. Um, she already won an SEC championship. She was fine. She was on a team that was actually good. So the fact that people were coming at her was was kind of awful. Um, but this weekend was actually, like, really hard. Like, normally I have a good time, like, an easy time like just like letting that kind of stuff go. And Sunday also um, Callie Brownson um, was coach, the first uh, right. female to coach a position group um, in the NFL. And I woke up on Sunday and like blogged onto Twitter and was like, oh no, I don't want to be here. Um it, it was pretty bad. And actually somebody I know sent me a text and was like, hey, I've actually seen a lot of hate on women in sports today on the internet. And I just like wanted to say like, be you like if you have dreams chase them like don't let anyone tell you like otherwise and that was like so like he didn't need to do that because they weren't attacking me but I think he realized the weight of like the words that they were saying is like just because it's not directed at you you still like take that on as like a female in sports and one of the things I would just say to people like listening to you guys like the biggest thing that like for me like when I was little like I remember when. Like Aaron Andrews would come on screen or somebody else and my family would be like, oh, Paige, look, that's going to be you one day. And like that was like the smallest thing. And that made like such a huge difference. So I think one of the things that like we could do better at is like, yes, it's great. I love that people who have like big platforms, use their platform to support women publicly. But like what you do at your house and what you said, like if you were sitting there watching Sarah Fuller and like your sister or your cousin or whatever is sitting next to you and you're like, oh, look at this girl, whatever, just because you're saying that about that girl doesn't mean that your sister or cousin and whatever doesn't feel like, wow, okay, you really think that a girl can't do something that a guy can. So I think like being mindful in that aspect. But yeah, this weekend was really tough, but I'm really proud of, of women in sports and how supportive like we all are of each other, especially more so now than ever. Um, but yeah, it was a tough, tough thing to see, but she was such a badass and like the way she handled it. And she even gave a speech at halftime, like get your shit fucking together. Like (laughs) I, I don't like to lose. Like she's a competitor. So yeah, the whole thing is wonderful that, you know, Callie and Sarah both did huge things for, for women in sports, but, um, yeah, it was, it was a weird, weird reaction, um, that we're used to. And I don't want to give, uh, energy to Twitter trolls, but yeah, it, it was not pretty so much appreciated mellow for going off because he was pissed
0: <laughs> he went off i have his tweet notifications on because he's funny and i like to see I'm a, i like to see what he's doing and so um when i got that one i was like oh he's okay we're doing that it takes uh, a bit to get me there i went there He's there yeah i also hate the people that are like uh oh you never played the game you shouldn't talk about it do you realize how many talking heads on espn Fox bleacher report have never even touched the fucking football in a real game. Like there are so many like you them.
1: didn't. Yeah. You didn't play <laughs> in the NFL. You yeah. Yeah. Never
0: oh, you didn't like, play college um, ball. I'm not listening to you. Like, right. okay. Congratulations.
1: Well, like, go, everyone played in high school. And that was, yeah.
0: It. yeah. Or like go through the coaching list in the NFL and look at people who like actually played. It's probably not that big. And you know, some of our greatest coaches like Belichick wasn't a college star. He went to like what Wesleyan and played tight end. He's the greatest coach of all time. Nick Saban. Like Andy Reid won a punt, pass and kick competition (laughs) when he was 12 years old or whatever, but he wasn't like a college athlete star. These are great coaches. So I hate the guys that are also like, oh, you don't play the game. I'm not listening to you. Yeah, Uh, I am fully supportive of that one as someone who didn't play a game and... uh outside of high school i get that one all the time too it's like oh you did not play in the nfl guys play in the nfl don't have a great track record of mm-hmm. doing my job uh so let's move on nfl what is you doing baby uh this niner Steelers, uh ravens broncos all the schedule changes that are happening right now, Raven Steelers is uh, you can actually listen to or watch it right if you listen to the show. It's a two forty Central kickoff, so by the time Paige gets out of bed on the West Coast, <laughs> hey. this game will be starting. Uh, get your avocado toast, honey. Have a little uh, football on the TV uh, with your wine. <laughs> we had avocado toast day.
1: yesterday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, see, I don't even know these things. It just fits. It's so, just well. so West Coast, right? Right. Get. Get a boulevard quirk and some avocado toast and enjoy your your noon kickoff out there. Um, But it is crazy right now. I mean, the Broncos played with a wide receiver. And by the way, I want to give him some credit. Uh, This was a guy who had not been tackled in two years. He was working on marketing last week. And the Broncos have four quarterbacks end up on the COVID list because they're not following the rules. And Kendall Hilton, is his name, uh, gets thrown in off the practice squad at the wide receiver position, has to play quarterback. I saw so many people you're speaking about Twitter trolls just shitting on my man being like, oh, he's terrible. Yeah, no, he's he a don't. wide receiver. <laughs> he was playing at Wake Forest and they're like, hey, you know what? Actually, we're going to move you to receiver. And then the Broncos call him up and they do the old Michael Scott snip, snap, snip, snap. Yeah. You're back to receiver. By the way, it's Saturday night at 8 p.m. You play at noon tomorrow right. or whatever it was. I like, mean, guy deserves some credit. He deserves sure. a lot of credit. But now we're seeing Raven Steelers moved uh, because of that. Other games are getting moved. Niner Steelers are moved. Uh, ravens broncos are moved or excuse me no i'm reading ravens right
1: no the 49ers are moving locations
0: moving locations <laughs> that's what it is yes also they're bad uh yeah so oh, hey they won the glendale santa clara san francisco 49ers this team i tell you uh it fits. Yeah, they did win which is shocking but uh, yeah the fact that the niners have to move to glendale because uh santa clara county says you can't have Athletic competitions right now, even little kids can't. So the 49ers definitely can't. Well, Stanford is also moving in the college football world. They're like, we don't have a place to play either now. Uh, So I haven't heard anything, Paige. I don't know if you have either. Yeah, I don't know know where where they're they're going.
1: Well, the worst part about it was that the county didn't even tell them that they were doing it. Like Shanahan in his press conference was saying they found out while they were boarding the plane to LA. Mm -hmm. And like, that's a huge deal. Like they, one were worried that when they came back, they would have to quarantine for 14 days away from their families because they technically traveled and like, they have all these travel rules. So that was like the first question. The second question is like, Mm -hmm. it's the holiday season. Like these players are are in their bubbles with their families or away from their families. Right. Um, And they want to know what, where they're going to be and what they're doing for the holidays. So I think that was just like, a really shitty way of going about it and the fact that like the county didn't even say anything to them um it's just kind of ridiculous and they i mean they specifically said college and pro sports cannot play and it's like all right well maybe giving them a heads up because there's right. d- big big bucks and also i think too like it's not as safe um you know for them to travel and come back here and do all of that so i don't know the whole thing was just kind of sad but i feel for the niners and and hopefully. It, this season ends on like a positive note in, in Arizona. It's not at least the weather's nice.
0: Yeah. yeah. You get to play in that play nice in the dome, dome stadium, right? That's one of my favorite stadiums I've ever been to actually. It's about equally as far from Santa Clara to San Francisco, right? Yeah. Was, San Francisco to Phoenix, right? They're
1: still going to show the golden gate bridge.
0: Right. So I know I'm not from there. That is my probably biggest pet peeve in sports is that when the Niners play, they still show like, you know, the Golden Gate Bridge and Alcatraz. And it's like, that's two hours away. Okay, that's a little bit of hyperbole. Yeah, but- that's an hour and 20 minutes away. That's depending on it's traffic. Far. Like, it's far. Like, it's not. It would be like us living in Joplin and them showing Kansas City stuff on TV. Yeah. Be like, you're like, that's, you're close. You're pretty close. You're, you're not there. there. <laughs> you're not there, though. It, <laughs> it actually pisses me off. Like, I don't think this is my favorite team. They've been my favorite team for 32 years. They should not be called the San Francisco 49ers anymore shouldn't golden state 49ers bay area Area, 49ers they should not be called San Francisco. Sorry, the golden state 49ers, just a lot of things, golden state killers. No, no, nothing. (laughs) I watched the show. (laughs) The book's good. Page, how do you feel about this as a Bay Area resident and Niners fan? Are you okay with it?
1: No, I don't like that they show the 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 Golden Gate Bridge, and but not that there's like a lot to show in Santa Clara. It's really really nice. There's a
0: parking lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, but also that's not fair too because like the one in Glendale, like Glendale is really is far from like it Scottsdale, is. where like most of Phoenix slash Scottsdale, where people like love to go and and stay. So in Glendale, there's not much besides that stadium. So,
0: but Glendale so, is at least fair. like part of phoenix's metropolitan area santa clara is not part of san Francisco. do you remember we were out there for the stanford game i do we drove by the exit and i was like hey that's where the Niners stadium is he's like it's all the way down here Mm -hmm. yeah
1: Yeah.
0: it is like you're closer to oakland like oakland's closer to san francisco than santa clara is
1: no because san francisco's here
0: no i'm saying oakland is actually closer to san francisco than san francisco is to santa clara Wait. Never mind. What? It's going to be your bowl. In terms of in terms of, <laughs> of mileage, Oakland is closer to San Francisco than Santa Clara is. Oh, no
1: oh, oh. No oh, no oh. No For, no no. No. For some no. reason it's I thought you were Oakland. saying yeah. what?
0: The Oakland 49ers. It makes as much sense. <laughs> it does. <laughs> San Jose.
1: <laughs> they technically could have come and played in Oakland because that place is Wait, like do you live in empty? Oakland? No, I live on o- the Oakland side of the bay though. Oh. Cuz San Francisco's here, Oakland's here. East Bay.
0: Yeah. yep.
1: I had a teacher call me out on that once and I was really pissed. He's like, you're an A's fan. And I'm like, yeah, I'm from the Bay Area. And he's like, "Okay, well, then why aren't you a Giants fan? And I was like, because I'm from the Oakland side of the Bay. And he was like, you're not from Oakland.
0: Like because in a couple of years, I'm going to meet these two guys who really hate Madison Bumgarner uh, and I'm not a Giants fan, right? (laughs) Don't want to kill my future (laughs) podcast before it starts.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about that in sports marketing in 2014.
0: Yes. Understand it. Understand it. Uh, let's move on. College football opt outs. There were a lot of them this week. Uh, some of them, uh, I think, do affect the NFL draft in a big way. Others, I mean, definitely affect college football. Uh, for Mello and I, uh, Texas loses left tackle Sam Cosme and safety Caden Stearns. Uh, terrence marshall leaves lsu rashad bateman leaves minnesota Asante samuel jr is leaving florida state i think those are the big ones that have happened as of tuesday morning yeah those are the, the recent ones that's yeah. not yeah, all not the guys all. who've done it before i know like with rashad bateman it's like well didn't he opt out before yes but then he opted back in and now he's done it again so uh, a lot of a lot of shakeup going on a lot of guys declaring early you know the opt-out is preparing for the NFL draft and for like with Bateman Minnesota keeps having games canceled you kind of understand that one for Cosme and Stearns at Texas they were like season's over can't win the big 12 we're out of here yeah it's like we came back to win a big 12 championship we can't we're leaving as like a as an analyst I don't care that they're doing that you got to do what's best for you as a fan it's a little disappointing but they went through senior day or Cosme went through senior day right. stuff last week so you knew this was coming Terrace Marshall is a really interesting one where I feel like his stock has peaked or is it's it's definitely climbed, right? So he's gonna get out on top. And mm-hmm. LSU is playing for absolutely nothing. A little surprised he didn't stick around for the Bama game this coming week, but uh he's opted out and he's declared for the draft. You gotta avoid Sertan at all costs. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's you know, what, I don't want to deal with that because that will affect my draft state. But like terrence Marshall probably, thanks to Jamar Chase opting out and the way he played this year, I wouldn't be shocked if he's a top 40 draft pick. Yeah. I had somebody asking me, sliding in the DMs, if he would be there when Green Bay picks. Uh, yeah, I think he will be, but I still I think he's going to go at the top of the second round. Uh, he's a big receiver. He's much bigger than I thought he was last year when guys like uh, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase were there. He's, he's got some legit size that could fit in with a team like Green Bay. I think that he's still going to struggle uh, to run. He doesn't look very fast that's a knock on him, but it's not like I hate the guy. So don't take that the wrong way. But I do think he could be a guy who's there in the early second round. Like you said, top 40 Mm -hmm. wide receiver. Some of these wide receivers have really switched up their positions on the board where guys that I had high in the beginning of the year have really dropped and guys like Terrace Marshall, who I knew who he was, but I didn't expect him to be so good, has really climbed up the The board. Opportunity was huge for him. Just getting Mm -hmm. targets. And I think with these opt-out guys too, like the guys that didn't play at all this season, Gregory Russo out of Miami's one he's fallen down my board just because I've seen other really good edge players play this year and it's nothing against him but it is interesting to see and kind of study like how this is going to affect these guys in the NFL draft I know it's one thing that we kind of talked about before like will we see this going forward will we see guys like Derek Stingley next year say actually I'm going to opt out I'm not playing in my junior year I don't need to I think this year has proven that those guys need that junior tape you need to come in and prove that you can do it all over again even if you are Uh Thibodeau at Oregon. If you're Stingley at LSU, you still need that junior tape. Sam Howell, UNC. Mm -hmm. Like, I think especially quarterbacks, you have to like you have to play. Um, and we're seeing it hurt Trey Lance that he's not. So um, yeah, Asante Samuel Jr. one that one surprised me a little because I don't particularly love him. So he's not like super high up there on the board. For me, it was Caden Stearns. Like, I knew he was gonna come out. I don't think he should, though. I I think he's a guy that should go back for a senior year uh you mentioned him earlier he just he hasn't lived up to the hype now granted there was a lot of hype around this kid as a five-star guy as like the top safety in this class oh yeah he's been banged up a lot at texas he's missed some games he hasn't flashed really since his freshman year so i as a fan and as like if i were giving him advice i'd say go back to texas for your senior year prove that you can be that alpha dog that everybody thought you were and stay healthy and that's that's question. See,
1: I think for a lot of guys though, this year has been like so difficult and there's been so many hoops to jump through that like you might as well leave. Like I understand the opt-outs now, like I totally get it because you one, you just had to deal with so much shit. But I think you guys are right about like not it's not even like needing tape, it's also needing reps. Like people are gonna be curious if you can just yeah. like hop into a game situation or be ready for training camp and things like that when you haven't played actual football in over a year. You know what I mean? Right. Like there's only so much. Yep. that, um, you know, comes with that. I think like you get a little rusty and like, it'll take some time and maybe that's something that, you know, you don't necessarily want as a rookie, but yeah, no, I, I understand why these guys are opting out. It's like sad to see for some teams, especially like Bateman, because he is the, their like leading receiver and like, it's, it's fun to watch, but as like a college football fan, it's sad, but I get it because, oh my God, how exhausting this year would have been. The other thing too, for guys is that the season is going later in December so like we're we're playing football 2 weeks later um, for a lot of guys so I think yeah. uh, that's the other Which part Which does of it.
0: affect your draft training. Like your combine training, yep. all that is being affected by the season going later. So I wonder how much I'm not trying to speak this into existence. I wonder how much that will affect the senior bowl cuz we always see guys pull out because the season goes late. Right. I wonder if this year people will just be okay with it. They like, oh, go, well, season ran later, but everyone's did. So we're all just going to show up because this senior bowl is look really good. They announced mm-hmm. their Ohio State guys today. Trey Sermon, tough Portland. Like It looks good. Jonathan Cooper. Yeah. Well, Ohio State's in a little bit of a predicament here, too, because Ryan Day uh, not going to be able to coach on Saturday or said he wouldn't. They also might not be able to play on Saturday. And if they miss another game, they're yeah. not eligible for the Big Ten Championship. Now, the college football playoff hasn't put any information out there about, like, games required to make it in. I think they'll be safe there. But Michigan and Jim Harbaugh could really fuck over Ohio State and just be like, nah, too sick to play, can't do it. Ohio oh. State wouldn't play in the Big Ten Championship. Harbaugh might finally actually get a win over Ohio State by not playing. By not playing. Yeah. But, oh, man. I love the Lions. I, I, so I, did, I was doing radio over the weekend, and, and they were like, do you think Jim Harbaugh should go to the Lions? It's like he couldn't win a Michigan. What you think he's going to win with the Lions? It's harder. The NFL is yeah. harder. He's not good. So, no, I, I don't think we'll see that. Um, okay, let's just keep this train going here. Nate Robinson got knocked the fuck out. Uh, I don't know how else to say this. Uh, like, bad. And my favorite thing afterward were all the memes or like, the people taking pictures of themselves doing the Nate Robinson challenge. Yeah. I loved it. I didn't even watch the fight. I watched it, like, the next morning on YouTube. But I absolutely loved it. He should have stuck to football. And I know he played basketball mm-hmm. after that. His best sport was actually football. You could tell my man hasn't taken a hit in a while, though. Holy God, he, he got it on Saturday. And I watched Uh, the, I think there were more than two fights, but I watched the Tyson fight and I watched the Nate Robinson fight. Did you get a uh, Reddit? Even better. You didn't pay. For um, no, I didn't pay fifty dollars <laughs> for that. Are you kidding me? I logged on to Facebook and a guy that I'm friends with was Streaming it from his phone. Oh. <laughs> so it's just a video of his phone and his TV. We're putting a a, illegal
1: activity on our podcast.
0: Well, I, <laughs> I had a link too, but then it like got shut down. So I was like, ah, shit, it's not really worth it. Then I found it on Facebook. Him getting knocked out. It ruined the NBA's reputation because like Nate Robinson, (laughs) when he was in the league was kind of like, he's obviously a small guy, but he was kind of a tough guy. It's like, don't fuck with Nate Robinson. He'll mess you up even though he's five, eight, not anymore. This really hurt the NBA's reputation. They got to find a guy. I don't know if you go get Ron Artest and Jermaine O'Neal. Hey, you have to go fight pay-per-view now, but we have to get our reputation back up there because everybody (laughs) thinks we're soft. Ron Artest would be the guy to do it or Meta World Peace or whatever his fucking name is right now. Yeah.
1: Don't worry, there are plenty of people on the internet that were volunteering, which to me is just wild. I usually don't watch fights, like, I'm not really, I don't watch MMA, I don't usually watch boxing. Um, I'm too squeamish for that. Um, but my brother is here, and so we watched it, and it is just like so entertaining too because like people have like a set expectation of in the person I'm not even going to say his name, the person that he fought because like giving any attention to that person, but like it's I so he won. I was trying to explain to him, but I'm like, I can't believe that like people will literally do anything for money. Like I, you couldn't, there's not enough money. You could pay me to box somebody. I'm sure you guys what? are different. There's just no way there's yeah. boxing. Is I've like,
0: done it for free. I would, <laughs> these guys are getting like millions of dollars though. I no. I you would wouldn't. fight Mike Tyson for 000, 000. a million dollars.
1: A million, just a million dollars.
0: I think he's, he's only, only hit me one. Like three. So I mean, I would not take once. a
1: punch from Mike Tyson. There's so no. you got
0: to think of it more like that. I mean, it might kill you, but getting in your car every day might too. Yeah, right. It's a risk. You got to risk. I it have a heart attack biscuit. right now. I'd rather have a million <laughs> dollars. Tell you that. I would do it. But I, I, we were talking about it on radio yesterday. I want to see more people do it. I need more celebrities fighting each other. No, Preferably like ones that I actually know. Uh, because this other little white kid, he's not little. He's like, I mean, he two. won <laughs> and Unless. he's yoked up. I'm not right. trying to fight him. Right. Unless he wants to throw me a million dollars. I want to see more, though. I, I want to see these like rappers that are always going at each other's throats. Get Imagine in the region. If you stop talking a box back in the day, be like we're going to end East Coast, West Coast. Right now, we're going to meet in Chicago. Beat the shit out of each other. I might be but, biased. I would take Tupac. Oh, I would, too.
1: Here's the other thing, though. Our- Here's the other thing, though, that takes away from, like, boxing as, like, a professional sport. Like, it's like, oh, anyone can do Mm -hmm. it for money, blah, blah, blah. Like, professional boxers are, like, insane. Like, they, the training, the things that they do, the mentality, like, the mindset you have to have to be like, all right, I'm going to let someone try and beat the shit out of me. Like, that's not...
0: These, like, celebrity fighting, it's like the XFL. It's still football, but you know it's not (laughs) as good. You're going to watch the NFL for the intricacies and the schemes, and it's the best versus the best. I want to watch the XFL Hopefully somebody like destroys another person or you're going to like just for the comedy of it all. It's like NASCAR. You watch it for the wrecks, like celebrity boxing. I'm watching it to see someone like Nate Robinson maybe die. You know, like that's what's appealing to me. (laughs) Or even like get some of these other like Kevin Durant has come (laughs) after so many people. It's like, oh, you want to talk shit on uh, Perkins? Get in the ring and do right. it now. Like, now <laughs> yeah. who's running their mouth on Twitter? It wouldn't be Kevin What'd Durant. It would be great if one of Kevin Durant's burners would show up <laughs> yeah. and it'd still be Kevin Durant. So it'd still be funny. Uh, I do wish there was more. This is because I'm very, I know this is just toxic masculinity here. Probably. I wish there was more fighting in the world. Like I wish <laughs> that we just settled some things by there's a ring. There's some gloves. Go.
1: Just I actually done, done. have an idea. Um, we're, I'm going to start selecting, um, to make (laughs) ourselves some money (laughs) to to make ourselves some money. We should let Matt's Twitter followers and trolls fight him if they want to. Yes,
0: I agree. I actually agree with this. We sign papers that say no one can press charges and we raise some money. I would love this. I would actually, (laughs) I'm down for this idea.
1: I'm down for this too. I'm down to make, Hey, if we're putting you at risk for a million dollars, cool. I'm fine.
0: Good. Let's do it i have 10 years of pent-up twitter aggression that i would love to take out on some people so cool let's do it and i've met some twitter trolls in real life they're never very big so i'm even more (laughs) in on this remember that one guy like got
1: in my face he was like five four yeah i can't i think if i met my twitter trolls they would not say as many things to me because you you have trolls really yeah i'm a suck i'm a woman like i see his that's that's my point though i'm not even that popular and people still find the time i mean i've had to block people who just like respond to every tweet that i tweet with something i
0: get those i just think man that's a lot of dedication that's cool
1: i'm like leave me i also don't get a lot of like people interacting with my tweets so i don't want that to be the only thing that's on there so i'm like block bye bye (laughs) that southern accent
0: right uh we were supposed to talk about athletes that could go pro in other sports. Uh, my answer is just Zion Williamson. Like Zion should be playing in the NFL. I actually don't think he's that good at basketball. Um, I well, okay, let me rephrase that so people don't clip that out and tweet. It. <laughs> fundamentally, not fundamentally, great. yeah, not very good at basketball. <laughs> he's no Tim Duncan, an amazing scorer. I think once he gets in shape, that'll help a lot. But <laughs> was he fat? Yes. But man, if he were a tight end, it'd oh, be yeah. like Travis Kelsey type shit. I mean, he'd be unstoppable. It honestly would. And like I know that we look at some of these tight ends, right? Oh, my God, they're so big. But you have Zion, who's like 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, and it's legit. The guy that I've always wanted to see is obviously LeBron. Like you put him on the outside or you put him in a tight end position. Uh, back in his heyday, he was like 6'9", 260 pounds. We haven't seen that kind of athletic ability no. at that size from anybody else in the entire world ever. You put LeBron on the football field. I know that he's a little soft. He flops a lot. But the athletic ability and the size is there. And that's, like, all NFL draft is. Do you have the traits? LeBron has every single trait.
1: Which is funny because the number one overall pick from two years ago was small. Um,
0: (laughs) But a two-sport athlete.
1: Yeah, but a two-sport athlete. Ow, sensitive. Um, The person I would have actually. The person I would have loved to see play a different sport would be Kyler Murray for my (laughs) fucking team. That should have been my choice. Um, But instead I picked Aaron judge because I think he also would make a phenomenal tight end. And yeah, Yeah. and he did play football. So, but he was smart and chose baseball because he was going to get paid way more and less brain damage.
0: Well, yeah, that's like uh, Samarja, who was at Notre Dame's receiver mm-hmm. yep. pitches, makes a lot more money. I don't think you did this intentionally. Today's actually Bo Jackson's 58th birthday. So speaking of guys who were good at two sports, I think that it's weird because Bo Jackson has be, actually become overrated when he played. He was underrated. I see people now. are like he would win a Hall of Famer in two sports. Well, no, it was a couple of weeks ago. He was like, oh, I would rush for 300 yards a game in the NFL. You wouldn't. What? No, no one will no. ever not a game if Derrick Henry can't do it I'm sorry Bo Jackson <laughs> you can't either <clears throat> you
1: have to get so the ball choked. a lot
0: yeah uh, I would like to see Zion play football um might, that's my big one if I could just one just one week of practice just let him play football I'm surprised I nobody it. said Patrick Mahomes I don't know if you guys know this he played baseball really yeah growing up he was pretty Did good you see it.
1: his? didn't he have a first pitch for the Royals though that wasn't very good
0: I don't I think know. so. He had you a home what? run in a celebrity home, r- uh, softball game. Of
1: course, you're I'm gonna sure they the scrubbed
0: stuff. that from the media here if that did happen. Not like, <laughs> I'm it's like not pretty sure he out.
1: threw it. Oh, no way. I'm actually thinking of Pat Connaughton. He pa- he also played baseball really? and he, he threw a pitch for the Brewers. And yeah, me thinking about Pat Connaughton, weird. Um, and he threw a pitch and it was like really bad. And I mean, he's a good baseball player, but I yeah,
0: Holmes did one and it wasn't like a strike right down the middle, but like it got to the home plate was a little much
1: harder than people think
0: the nerves of like, I'm sure that he doesn't have to deal with it, but the nerves of going up there and standing in front of that crowd and then trying to make that pitch. Like when George Bush did it after nine 11, it's like, I almost cried. Yeah. Not the biggest George Bush fan. Still get chills when I watch that video. Mm -hmm. And then you have guys like 50 cent who like hit the cameraman and stuff like that. Dr. Fauci (laughs) poor old man. (laughs) Did Trump ever throw out a first pitch? I'm sure he has. I don't know. I need, I know what I'm doing the rest of the day. I'm on YouTube with this. <laughs> looking that up. This is what I'm doing. Did his hair move when he threw it? <laughs> I actually might be, uh, might be throwing out a first pitch next season. So, uh, it's not going to go well. You better start practicing.
1: Yeah. Seriously. You want to have a catch? <laughs> don't you have a broken wrist? Like what?
0: <laughs> it's my, my left arm. Actually a couple, maybe next week when we do the podcast, I'll be like this. I'm right-handed. So I should be okay. Or maybe that's yeah. my out. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'll just go stand at home plate, let mellow throw it. But I'm, you know, I'll do the wave, pageant wave.
1: Make Mellow do the work, take the credit, I see.
0: Oh, right. Hmm.
1: Per usual, no, I'm just kidding. Right,
0: <laughs> right. That's how we got here doing this. Um, it is officially December though, guys. And this is one of my favorite times of year. I am, I know I seem like such a Scrooge, not. I actually love Christmas very, very much. Mellow is the Scrooge. You guys know Paige loves Christmas, so uh, we're gonna do a little top three Christmas songs. Uh, I almost said top five. <clears throat> bring top fives back, Mello. What is your favorite Christmas song? It's got to be the classic Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Everybody knows that song. Everybody. You learned it. Can you like give us a little first grade? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I don't know any other words. <laughs> got like a little like jazz thing to it, right? That's what I was feeling, man. It's good. That was good. I'm very musically inclined. Very <laughs> that was good. Uh, Paige, um, I have yours in front of me and it is not at all surprising.
1: Yeah. Well, you took my favorite song like you and I have the same exact favorite Christmas song, which is I wanted to change it up and not use the same ones. But we both love the Christmas song by yeah, Nat King Cole.
0: I, I feel like there's probably a lot of people who don't know what that song is, though.
1: No, I think it was before, just you.
0: Yeah, I still don't. I you don't... know, I've sang on this show. You've sang on the show. Paige mm-hmm. is not sang on the show.
1: That's interesting. I'll sing one of huh. them that's on, on this list.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. So you're, you're one that you took as your favorite then.
1: The one I took as my favorite is Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen. That version by is Bruce amazing. By Bruce Springsteen even. Yes.
0: I'm probably gonna lose us some followers here. I don't like Bruce Springsteen. Oh why do you
1: guys okay? Why do you guys do this to me? I try so hard to give us positive (laughs) topics. And every time you find something to (laughs) just shit all over. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry.
0: I know being like a guy in media, that's like you can't say that apparently. I don't like Bruce Springsteen. Sorry. If someone else sings his songs, I really like them. I just don't like his I don't like like his presentation. (laughs) Right. I like the Eric Church a lot. Also, um, if
1: you guys notice, anytime we make lists, the first thing that they do is team me up to give my list and then shit all over my list.
0: <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do it. I time. love Santa Claus is coming to town. I just didn't. I didn't, I didn't the know the beginning of
1: that. Have you guys either. heard it? Where like the beginning of it, he's talking. He's like, how many of you have been good out there? And he's like, oh, not many. Not many. It's so funny. <laughs> I hate you guys so much.
0: I'm, I'll listen to it after we record. Yeah. yeah. So okay. anyway, mine was the Christmas song, which chestnuts roasting on an open fire jack, jack
1: nipping at your nose
0: it's a great song it is my favorite i just sing it to like we decorated the house this week me and the kids oh yeah i was singing that second favorite christmas song this one's gonna surprise you buckle up silent night and i'm not religious <laughs> but i love that song that's a good one classic it classic is. all the way I and like that one. so Paige was trying to call me out uh before we started recording about how like all my favorite songs are like the classics and, like oh you're trying to be sophisticated I actually don't like new Christmas music at all. If it was recorded in the 2000s, I probably really don't like it anytime. But I don't need to hear Ariana Grande sing White Christmas. You know, like I don't need that shit in my life. I've been Crosby. No one's going to do it better.
1: Okay, well, her song Santa Tell Me is amazing. But um, speaking of pop Christmas songs, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC is my second one.
0: I didn't I haven't heard of this one. either. Yes, you have.
1: Yes, you have. (laughs) Merry christmas I, you'd be surprised there it is it's the best
0: i have not heard it i'm sorry i don't think i've either <laughs> look at that face i don't think i've heard it i don't know if we have the rights to play it. i don't know how this works okay. i don't either spotify can we do this um we'll Mella, your number two song uh i also i hate pop christmas songs so i'm going with last christmas by wham
1: so Taylor Swift ever. actually does
0: a pretty damn good version of that song. I'm not going to lie. It's so catchy. It's going to be in my head. Oh, all I don't
1: like pop. I don't like pop country. Be, you know who does a really good version of that? Taylor Swift.
0: <laughs> Taylor Swift is a singer songwriter. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> who sings pop songs?
0: I kind of. Wait, do you not like Taylor Swift?
1: So my third song <laughs> is... Oh <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> this is a curveball I'm not I'm not gonna like like Matt said I'm not gonna say anything that's gonna get me clipped out or whatever and people get angry with me because I just don't care because um yeah uh my third and final one was the first Noel by Brett Eldridge because um he sings an acapella version of that song and it is literally the most beautiful thing I've ever heard it's got a little like Sinatra vibe and uh yeah so I wanted to throw a curveball in there that's the one I love
0: so I have not heard that version. Either. I have and That one's good. I'll, I'll give paid. It's a really it. good. It's really good. Yeah. His
1: Christmas album period is really good.
0: I wouldn't label myself as a Scrooge, but I don't listen to a lot of Christmas music compared to the two of you who I feel like I've been listening to it for at least a month, Uh, five days. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> November 1st hits. And
1: oh, no, I started before Halloween.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> So this is, I really like the fall holidays. I like Halloween a lot. Love Thanksgiving. I try to give them each their due time.
1: Just because you listen to Christmas music doesn't mean you're not doing that. I do it because it puts me in a really good fucking mood.
0: Well, I only listen to like Ozzy Osbourne until after Halloween. And then I transition uh, as a joke. It was a bad one. Straight Metallica. Oh, right. Straight all Metallica. October. Yeah, exactly. It was a bad one. Did we get to
1: all your songs? I no. The didn't.
0: last one is Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. I can't believe you guys left that off your list. Or maybe I, I took it.
1: Yeah, you took it, so I didn't, I didn't use it. But that would have been on mine as well.
0: They, that's actually my top song. That's my favorite Christmas song. You guys are going to be surprised by this. I don't like Mariah Carey. I don't either. I like that song. I don't. I don't like her. Good song, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, my last one was White Christmas by Bing Crosby. So, how's that one go? I'm not gonna sing on the show. <laughs> Bet you twenty bucks I can have, I can get one by the end of the day. <laughs> He's dreaming of a white Christmas. I just feel like I need like a smoking jacket and a bourbon for my Christmas playlist. Yeah, which, which is what you love. fact. If anyone wants to get me a smoking jacket for Christmas, that'd be cool as fuck. Uh, we are doing a little uh, office gift exchange. What should we get each other for Christmas? I actually need ideas because what Paige told me to get her was wildly expensive. So thank you for that. Um, it was a joke. So real ideas, real ideas, what should we, we should get each other. Um, people. I would love to see some, some responses on Twitter at two guys, a girl pod. What should we get each other for Christmas? I'm going to get Paige Jimmy Garoppolo Jersey. That's I already
1: funny.
0: have one. I was just say I thought of that too. And then I looked at your Instagram. I was like, I think I've seen a picture of her. Oh, I it, have one. It's like a black, I have the black Garoppolo. one. Yeah. What if I got you a hospital gown that has Garoppolo written on it in Sharpie? Would that be better? Because <laughs> you've seen him in that more than you've seen him in a jersey. I'm <clears clears throat> <throat> just learning. i so alike, but also hate everything <laughs> that the other loves. I don't know. <laughs>
1: it's the things <laughs> that we like passionately love that each of us hate. And then pretty like, oh, the yeah, we're pretty much the same about
0: everything else. <laughs> yeah, fuck Garoppolo. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We both love George Kittle. We do, do both like George Kittle. Yeah. I, do. I mean, he's the second best tight end in the league. You have to love him. Something like that. You uh, know what?
1: We were supposed to end this on a happy note with Christmas songs, and it just became us right? bickering. I'm sorry again. you guys
0: took that as hate. I, I mean, really, he's the second best one. He's way up there on the list. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Not even, well, negotiable. You know, D Ford has never cost us the chance to play in a Super Bowl because he's never played for us. So, <laughs> how do you like that?
1: I <laughs> like them apples
0: yeah right okay that is our show uh send in those tweets let us know what we should get each other for christmas or um just some ideas what you would get us for christmas i would love to see that as well uh next week maybe a surprise special guest we'll see if that one coach in the sec will get back to us that'd be great so bye